So, guys, if I was an Avenger, you know what I would say? I would say that this was a really good movie because I was in it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere different. Uh, yeah, me too. I, well, I wasn't going to say... I would say Avengers Assemble, but then I was like, eh, that's dumb. Um, yeah, that would have been pretty that would have been pretty dumb. It would have been even dumber, yeah. I just uh, got Scooby on my sock. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me starting the podcast and not knowing that not completely forgetting about cold openings. So hey, I forgot yeah. I forgot about cold openings again too. As soon as you started, I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is the Christian Artist honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And my name is Carly. And we are here, if you haven't guessed already, by the title of the stream or of the episode if you're listening to this not live or by the cold open if you just started listening blindly. There's no way you cannot know what we're going to talk about. We are going to review Avengers Infinity War. No, I'm kidding. Avengers Ending Game. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, wow, we actually have a pretty good um, balance of, of the three of us. Because Carly, you know, not as super, like, kept up on, on the Marvel Universe. Um, I'm, as... I'm all right. The only one I haven't seen is Captain Marvel. Right, right. But, but in terms of, like, <laughs> in terms of, like... Because because you, you every time we were we were like oh I'm, Infinity War's out and you're just like oh I haven't seen that yet and like but we I just were like don't go to the theaters right. often so like right. <laughs> I basically I, I feel man. like we're on a good spectrum of like me who have who's literally just did a rewatch <laughs> of every single movie yeah. leading up to this and has it fresh in my mind in like the last month Connor who's about definitely less of less commitment than that and then you who are a little bit less the commitment than that. <laughs> Um, but we, ha I think we have a good kind of, kind of range of, um, investment here. Um, what we needed though was like someone who, who like had never like seen any Avengers movies whatsoever and then just randomly watched Endgame. <laughs> Do you know? Okay. So really funny. Um, to be fair, Hannah Jacobs watched Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, not even in that order. She watched Infinity War <laughs> and then she watched Thor Ragnarok. And then she watched Endgame with us. And I think those wow. are the only three Marvel movies she's seen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Infinity War and Endgame and Anthor Ragnar, honestly, form a little triad of there's, yeah. there's some arc going on there. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, Connor, is um, actually jo uh, Jordan Taylor from Blind yeah, Cow <laughs> has never seen any Marvel movie ever except for Endgame. Um, so a year ago, Josh, his his brother Josh, was like, wow, you haven't seen any of these movies? And then he was just like, okay, I'm going to take you to see Endgame, but it's going to be the only movie you'll ever watch in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I haven't watched the video yet, but it looks like uh, a really fun... It. It's great. A really fun time of them talking about the movie. He makes so many comments, and then there's just people in the background laughing at him because he doesn't understand uh -huh. any of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we needed we needed Jordan Taylor on to to, to have a conversation with us too. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's talk about the movie, guys. Um, first, obviously, 
um, what what do we think about the movie? Right? Like, what was it good? Was it bad? Was it really good? Was it really bad? What do you guys think? Discuss. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was amazing. So. <laughs> if you had to give it a hundred like a percentile rating um what would you what would you give it 83 i was gonna say like 85 to 90 something like that probably 85 i'd say 95 96 wow <laughs> it was a near perfect movie for me um wow yeah it was really really good obviously lord of the rings all three of them are 100 percent. so mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> the fountain also sits at about 95 96 for me so um but yeah right uh great movie um but just so so me thinking about it in terms of having just done the entire rewatch on the entire series they do such a good job in this movie of tying up all of the arcs that these characters have been going on yeah. so neatly and without like overshadowing other people or without rushing into conflict between character arcs um there's a lot of really good character moments with almost everyone in the entire team um and so and again like i mean the mcu has a lot of ensemble movies but somehow they managed to do ensemble movies really really well it's it's an ensemble ensemble movie. Like can we already think about that. Like think yeah. about it. They put all like, of the ensembles together into an yeah. ensemble. It's, this is the most. It's a mega um, ensemble. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The most uh, ambitious movie of all time. <laughs> Literally of all time. So, and they they did a really good job. I was watching a a video essay, um, last night, that really kind of um consolidated this for me because. I feel like a lot of people have um, a view of Marvel movies sometimes. Um, if, they, if they're not as super invested in it, they'll be like, ah, they're just the same. And I don't know, they're just kind of average. Um, but the issue, the, the, the thing is, like, compared to most other franchises, most other, almost all other, like, franchises and series in film, they have the least amount of misses in any film franchise in history. Um, when you think about just the sheer um, solidity of these films and the fact that n- almost none of them are like flops, um, almost all of them are like, this was a good movie. And like, it, maybe it's not a great movie for some for, for some people. And in a lot of cases, that's all people, or not all people, but most people. It's like, eh, these aren't great movies, but they're, you know, good movies. Almost no one will be like, oh, this is, like, all of these movies are, like, the worst. Um, There's a level of solidity, a level of efficiency, a level of quality throughout these films that's unheard of in franchises. Um, They can consistently make good movies. And there's, like, what, like, 21, 22 films in this franchise now? Like, it's a ridiculous feat. (laughs) To manage to keep like the audience attention for that long and to have arcs that over overweave and overwoven through the whole thing and it can still make consistent movies that people consistently go watch um because as, as much as people would like to say that like uh these aren't like 
um, great films, like, you know, they're, they're, they're overshadowing these other, like, artistic films and all this stuff. People don't go see movies unless they want to see a movie, unless it's enjoyable for them, unless they like it. And so the consistent... I disagree. I don't, I don't watch movies for any of those reasons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, the consistency of Cars having people assessing. see them so many times, right, um, uh, and consistently go to see them over and over and over again says yeah. something about the the level of production value that these, these you mean the, the stupidity of happen. people no no i don't because we care about these characters right like everybody cares about these characters in some way shape yeah. or form like they're they're good characters um if people can have disagreements on like particular yeah. films and thanos is such a hero <laughs> we're not doing a review on infinity war connor <laughs> I also was the protagonist of that movie, but it was not the protagonist of this movie. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so he was a hero for killing everybody last movie, but he's not in this movie. Got it. Nope. That's not what I said. I said protagonist, not hero. Um, I've heard it both ways. Anyway, where are we are going you? from? Um, what what do you guys think right like what <laughs> um honestly good i think that i missed just even talking to my brother after the movie because as of saturday night he had already seen it three times um <laughs> you're making so much noise uh, when you do this connor i know i'm sorry <laughs> just after i saw the movie and like talking to my brother about it afterwards i realized how many things i missed because mm. i went with two of my friends and we all know ASL, and so whenever we wanted to communicate something and not disrupt people, we would have to turn and look at each other and use ASL, so I kind of missed <laughs> some things, and I was very confused sometimes, but... That's <laughs> fair, that's fair. So I missed some key things where then afterwards my brother had to explain to me, oh yeah, no, that happened. I don't know why you weren't paying attention, but that happened. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so Carlos, <laughs> we, like, Connor and I have talked to each other, right, about this movie a whole bunch. But what did you think? Because I, I haven't heard your thoughts on it yet. Like, just give me, give me some thoughts. Give me some some feedback as to like thoughts about the movie, comments on it. Yeah, I thought it was it was really good. Um, and I'm one of I'm I'm a person that enjoys like feeling a lot with the characters, mm -hmm, and so. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of went into this movie expecting to feel a lot from the characters, but, um, and, and often when I expect that it doesn't happen as much because I'm just like, Oh, it's going to happen. And then I'm more immune to it happening naturally, but right. Expectations. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I like, I was in tears, not like actually crying, but like my eyes are watering like a couple scenes in. And, like, yeah, that yeah. usually doesn't happen with me. Like, I, I usually, it usually takes me a little longer. But it was, overall, a really good movie. And probably one of the best Marvel movies that I've seen. And I've seen all of them except for Captain Marvel, so. <laughs> and there's no way that one's better than Endgame, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, so, um. In terms of like what what made it good, like I we all agree that it was good, but what made it good? Like what what parts? Are, you're you're talking about character emotion and stuff, but like what? Give me specifics. 
I mean, the stakes were just really high. And so it made it made everything more important to every single character because there was something that every character was missing at the beginning of the movie. And there was, I mean, in a way, there was a huge thing that every character was missing by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it it all came full circle and it all worked and they still got so much back yeah. that they had lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think it's important. We didn't talk about this at the beginning, but... This is the non-spoilery section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the movie in vain. Yeah, I'm trying to be vague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I noticed that, and I was like, okay, good. Yeah, I forgot about. We need to make that clear. Um. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, right, like that, that movie had such, did just such a good job of making all the stakes clear to us. Um, making all the what, what each character had personally involved in this fight clear mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Um, and so we cared about what they were fighting for right they, they weren't just fighting for the fate of the universe or like the the people like the you know the mass of humanity or all mm-hmm. li- life in the universe that had been extinguished but rather the people that they lost or mm-hmm. the this the 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 things in their personal lives that they were missing um and so right it really really centered in on their motivations instead of just like well i guess they're all heroes and they're doing this because you know they're heroes and they got to save everybody so yeah, it was really good. Well, Captain America thought that way. Ah, uh, yeah, but but uh, that was the yeah. only person. Yeah, that's fair. but that's just Captain America. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's just his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right. Like, uh, I think I'm trying to think of a counter or like a stepping off point from that. Connor, what 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 thoughts do you have yeah. along those lines? What, what, what things um, made this movie good? Um, <clears throat> boy. I mean, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would, uh, align with Carly on that. It's just the stakes were high and you, yeah, just they handled each character very well. Of, of giving them their own screen time, giving them their own moments. Um, they handled everything very well in, into giving each character the proper amount of time that they needed to give. Um, and I, I loved how they focused on the main characters, though, too. Like, they, they focused on Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man, first and foremost. And, the and then... Yeah, well, but they didn't even focus on the Hulk as much as they did those oh, three. As those three, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And then and then they focused on the Hulk, a Black Widow, and Clint as the next, like, three. And then it was... His what? name's Hawkeye, Connor. Can't give everybody the superhero name and then just say Clint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're using our made-up names, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And yeah, I mean, they, they handled all of those moments very well and they were much more realistic in terms of human emotion and um, how people respond to these types of situations. I feel like they handled that a lot better in this movie than they have in previous films, which, which didn't take me by surprise, which I thought was good that it was just like a, Oh, like I, I never once had like a realization that they were doing something better this time than they did before. They just were better now. And I don't know. It just felt like a very natural progression. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think I love the movie a lot because a lot of it felt like um, there were so many moments that tied back into all of the other films. Um, oh, this yeah. was yeah. a end of the arc in such a profound way, right? They It wasn't just like, and eh, no, we're done. It was, and let's go full circle with everything. Let's tie up every neat little bow. Let's make sure that everything we did in the MCU up to this point mattered and like has weight in this fight that we're doing here, right? In this, this last bit, um, especially for someone who, like me, who just watched all of the films, it was so satisfying to see so many good, awesome callbacks in just the the best storytelling beat ways, right? Like in the perfect narrative moments, um, that that just gave us chills. Where it was like, oh wow, they've been they spent so much time building that up for this one moment, right? This was all it was all here for this one moment, and it made all of it worth it. Um, I thought they they did such a good job of looking at the promises they had made to their their audience, the the expectations they had set for their audience, and then mm-hmm. fulfilling them in such over-the-top ways, in the best sort of over-the-top ways, um, where your expectations are, are met and then exceeded, um, to where you were like, I should have seen that coming, and I didn't, but I'm glad I didn't, because this is much <laughs> better than I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, those sorts of things, so... Yeah. Any other non-spoilery comments that you want to make before we move on? There were a lot of moments where, um, where, where things were revealed or things were like fulfilled that like the entire theater was just so excited about it. They were like, they were like throughout the movie and Mm -hmm. it's just like, I mean, it goes to show you like how, dedicated of a fan base marvel has and um like how they're able to pull off all of this stuff to um to please their fans and like prove to them like yes we can do this right it's an it's 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 a it's a part of an experience when you go into Mm -hmm. the movie theater during opening weekend like that it becomes an experience i don't think i've ever done that so <laughs> me neither except for this i stood in line before the movie theater opened <laughs> to be in the, to to watch this oh, movie dang. i i've never done that before i never cared that much before so we just walked up before the showing and we're like can we get tickets and they were like we only have front row and we're like that's fine <laughs> and then See, we went in <laughs> that would that hurts me inside because <laughs> We, we, we like made sure like two weeks in advance that we had tickets for exactly the time we wanted and then made sure we got there an hour and a half early. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. So into spoilers. Yeah. Go see the movie guys. Yeah. So specific moments. What was your, let's, let's start here. What was your favorite moment of the film? My favorite moment was definitely when Captain America summoned Mjolnir. Same. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a pretty yep. good. That, that was, was that's good. the best moment in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I will, I will, I will stake my claim on it right now. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the best moment. Everything I've ever wanted. 
Kate. <laughs> He's worthy. Um, the the first I don't know if this is my favorite moment moment in the whole film because mm-hmm. it's pretty small in comparison to the entire thing, but the first moment in the movie that really got me that I can remember is um, Scott seeing his daughter again. I like I was like oh my gosh yep like yeah that was a really good moment and she's so old good. yeah old, but, you know <laughs> older yep. That was great. Um, another one of my favorite moments. I mean, I mean, really, really, when when Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man all looked at Thanos and they were like, "Let's kill him and let's kill him right this time." Yeah. I mean, I was like, "This is this is what we've wanted." Yeah. Since since Infinity yeah. War started. Yep. Like we wanted this scene right here. Yep. <laughs> um. But then also uh, Peter Parker meeting up with Tony Stark again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I started to oh lose gosh. it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then just the moment where Potts said, we're going to be okay. Yeah. That was when I really lost it. <laughs> and I, I would say those are my favorite moments is when Captain America summons me all near and they're fighting Thanos and they're doing it right finally all fighting together and stuff like that. And then those two moments of Tony just looking at that kid and being like, you're alive. And, and these five years of agony are finally done. And then when Iron Man is literally dying and Pepper doesn't start crying, she knows exactly what he needs to hear. And it's just like, we're going to yep. be okay. And then as after he dies that she starts to cry. Yeah, I, I love that moment because it and honestly really showed me the the give and take of marriage, right? Yep. Like, it's just like, I, I know what you need in this moment. And so I'm going to give you what you need in this moment. Yep. Um, and, and like knowing that about the person that you love, right? And like being able to anticipate that and give them what they yep. need is, is like, that's love, right? Mm-hmm. I just thought all those moments were so real, so genuine. And then even with Iron Man's kid at the end. When, so cute. When she, I mean, I feel like she handled trauma exactly how a five-year-old would have handled trauma. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was great. Yeah. Um, I really loved the time heist. Um, yeah, I thought they did time travel really well, uh, which is surprising because most people just completely mess it up and or don't have consistent rules. But they were clever about making the right rules to make what their premise was uh, possible. Um, right. You can't change the past, but you can go in the past and take things. Um, <laughs> right. That's that's what they needed. And, and it was it was cool because it was all centered on the Infinity Stones and. Um, I mean, come on, like the Avengers going back in time to their previous fights, like and stealing Infinity Stones is kind of the best thing ever. Like it yeah. was such a cool the, premise. Um, the uh, one of the best Captain America moments, I think, was in the elevator when he said Hail Hydra and just walked out with the briefcase. Yes. It was so, so funny. Good. <laughs> Loved that moment. That was that was that was another one of my favorite moments of the film. Yeah. Um, 
do you know the the comic uh reference that they were doing there i think so i'm i'm familiar with the i'm familiar with it there's an arc at some point in the in the Marvel comics where Captain America actually does become a oh, Hydra right, agent, right. and yeah. so he says that like leg- yeah. like legitimately he is he is with Hydra, and so it was like a, a cute little nod to that whole arc of like because you know Marvel likes to do alternate universes yeah. and things, but it was yeah it's a cute little nod to that that whole arc uh, in the comics there that when he actually was a Hydra agent, but yeah it was it was so good. Especially, especially that's the sort of moment I'm talking about, though, too, in, in terms of, like, the callback moments to the rest of the series. Because that was an almost frame-by-frame frame reenactment, um, or reinterpretation, rather, mm-hmm. of the, the elevator scene in Winter Soldier. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. He, yeah, right? Where they're, they're all surrounding him, and he's just like, before we get started, anyone want to get out? Um, <laughs> right? Like, that. it's that scene reinterpreted, um, where Captain America is now, uh, like older wiser and smarter right and and he he knows exactly what he needs to do and he does it um yeah um but yeah right like there were so many good moments like that um any other like favorite moments before i i think it would be good to talk about too obviously um like dislikes that we maybe had in the movie nope yeah, so so what were parts that you maybe didn't like as much? I honestly did not enjoy the time heist. Really? No. I uh time travel is one of those things that I just don't uh enjoy watching. Um unless it's lost. In <laughs> in lost the time travel that they did is you can't change anything and no matter what you're going to do you're going to fall into exactly like, like accomplishing what, what already the universe wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, making it basically a thing of you're powerless in this, but you get to watch all of these things over again. Um, and so I always thought that, that was a super interesting thing in, in this, like, I think, I think they, I still think they handled it very well. Um, and if I watched it again, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more, but the first time watching it, I was so worried about like, okay, how is this all going to work? What's going to happen because that happened in that. I wasn't really enjoying the scenes. I was, I was just trying to figure out how it was all going to make sense. It did kind of confuse me a lot at times. I was like, okay, I know that all of the science stuff is supposed to go over my head, but it was like some things they were saying seem to not line up and it confused me, but yeah, I, would definitely I, I still recommend... thought it was really cool. I like, definitely because... recommend, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Be- because like it, it worked because they went into periods of time in the cinematic universe that we're familiar with. And yeah. we were like, okay, so this is how this is working. Like that's what they're trying to do. And either like, it was very clear if they succeeded or they failed and stuff like that. So it, it still worked, but it was kind of confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would recommend everyone see it twice. Um, because the second time, <laughs> like the first time I was just like going around <laughs> along for the roller coaster ride. That is that movie. Right. Um, and, and so at the end I was just like, yeah, there's a lot of confusing bits. Um, but you know, it was, it was great and it was an emotional experience. 
Um, but the second time I watched it, it brought me so much clarity as to like the arcs involved, the themes that they were going for, the way the time travel worked, because I was ready for it. And and by the end of the of the second watch, I was like, this is the best movie. Like it was so well done because you can see all the little pieces that had to be put in play in the beginning of the movie to make the end work. Um, and then I could, I went in with like, I think I know how this time travel works. And then by the middle point of the movie, I was like, yep, I know how the time travel works. Awesome. Okay. It makes sense. <laughs> I don't have to worry about this anymore. So yeah, I would recommend. And I, it. and I had you to, you and Anna to explain it to me afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it was a satisfactory answer. I was like, okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, but but it made in, it harder to be invested in the moment in yes because i was so worried that they were gonna screw it up so bad <laughs> yeah. um yeah the mo- the moment where um uh, uh tony opens the door and then hulk slams through and then the tesseract goes flying and yeah. Loki gets the tesseract <laughs> yeah. and disappears that yeah. was the moment where i was just like this didn't happen <laughs> like i know this didn't happen in the past right. before that point i was like Everything that they're doing could have actually been going on in the background without right. anything being, you know, happening. Um, but right. uh, it, that's not how it works. So, right. But yeah, that's not how it works anyway. So I, that's how they did it in Harry Potter, you know, uh, and that's how they did it in Lost. And and I thought, like, I enjoyed that so much more, where you can't change the past, you can't change anything. Don't try. You can die if you go back in the past. Like, don't, like, you know be careful don't do anything because you know I, I think that's more interesting and especially in lost where they were forced into that in avengers they like willingly chose to go screw with time and that's so stupid <laughs> so yeah and i don't know i i always think like okay when something evil and horrible happens like oh well if only we could just go back in time and fix it all is the cop out and so I was really interested to see, like, what their answer was to such a problem. And obviously their answer was time travel. But well, they that's the did. thing, right? That's what was cool about it, right? They didn't just say, we'll go back in time and fix it. It was, right. we'll go back in time to get the resources necessary to fix it in the present, which is right. a much more satisfying answer than right. we'll just screw with the timeline. I agree. I agree. I, I, I and, and. I shouldn't I shouldn't sound like I'm harping on it too much because I think it's I I think they handled it very well. Right. Um, it's just your personal preference. Time travel is a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, well I just I just think it's not interesting. It, like like I don't think it's an interesting um well I shouldn't say it's not interesting because it can be very time travel can be very, very interesting and used very well in plots. I just think it's not clever enough. Mm-hmm. And I and I think they put a clever enough spin on it to make the movie work, but not a clever enough uh, spin on it to make it impressive. And the rest of the movie was, you know, impressive. So that's that. Yeah. That's why I didn't enjoy particularly the whole time travel arc. Um, One, one dislike that I had in general was, um, I mean, the honestly, the existence of Cast Captain Marvel in that film. Uh, oh yeah, that was. She yeah, just didn't yeah. seem she like was she very had a much point. a Deus Ex Machina at the end too. Like a little bit. Like <laughs> well, it was, it's not yeah. that she solved. It's not like that she solved the main problem. Yeah, but she but, was yeah. like a huge help. She and did yet... destroy the giant spaceship. Yeah. Um, well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Like in all reality, 
how many characters do we think could have solved that problem? Like all of them. Like if you think about it, like Hulk could have solved that. I mean, he's Hulk. He's destroyed things like that before. You know, uh, Thor could have threw his his axe at the right location, and I mean, that took on the full power of the Infinity Stones, and still hit Thanos in Infinity War. Like, now granted, Thor's not as strong in this movie, considerably not at all as strong, <laughs> but it's still Stormbreaker. He can throw it, and and like his 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 hammer literally goes through anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's so many other ways they could have solved that problem, and yet they gave it to Captain yeah. Marvel, which seemed like, oh, right, it's this character that it kind of joined at the very last second and was supposed to be, like, the problem solver for everything, <laughs> and, like, yeah. maybe even the main character of this film, and it ends up just being like, yeah. oh, look, she just destroyed a giant spaceship. Isn't she so cool? <laughs> I think that was... Because in the beginning, she was like, oh, like, we won't lose this time because you have me, but then she yep. wasn't there for the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and so I my my thought is, the more I've thought about it, like, I, I think that was kind of intentional on the storyteller's part, simply because I think they were saying, right, the beginning of the movie was setting you up with, like, yeah, we're just going to fix this. It's going to be fine. And then... Yep you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and then you get there. Thanos is like, yeah, sorry, I destroyed the stones. And then got the Marvel like, didn't do anything to help them because there was nothing to, they, she couldn't solve the problem. Um, right. And then they have to just figure out another way to solve the problem. And I think yeah. that was kind of the point, right? Is that like you, you thought Captain Marvel was going to be a Deus Ex Machina, but she's not sorry. You have to figure out a way to do this. And right. it's going to have to be five years later when you're all drunk and, you know, <laughs> sorry with your, you know, sad about your lives. Um, I I still like she just still seemed like a pointless addition to the movie. Other right. characters could have fulfilled the roles yeah. that she did. Yeah. Um, but I think I got what they were going for. Again, like I just feel like it, it was an add-on character that complicated it a bit too much for the end of the arc. Yeah. But yeah. Any other any other it, The idea of Captain Marvel was interesting <laughs> but unnecessary. And it, and it lost its interestingness because you realized, oh, this is very unnecessary. Yeah. Any other dislikes? Any Anything you didn't think was overly compelling in the movie? As much as they had a lot of really good character moments where you got to just focus on like one or a couple specific characters and like spend a moment like understanding what they've gone through, I still felt like it was kind of spread out really thin. So I didn't really get long enough of a moment with each character that I wanted, which was kind of upsetting. But at the same time, it still worked. Like it all worked together to by the end make like a nice satisfying ending yeah i mean when you have a movie like that like there's no way that anyone is gonna have like that every single person is gonna have um the exact moment that they should um because yeah right part of an ensemble cast is knowing what roles to place the ensemble in um Mm -hmm. and obviously most of the characters that were um Thanos snapped Infinity War played the simply the role of um 
uh the cavalry the, the cavalry yeah exactly right the cavalry cavalry <laughs> is the hill that jesus died on yeah <laughs> i said it right right no i think we both said i don't cal- think either cavalry. of you said it right. yeah <laughs> i think i said cavalry i don't think he did but Yeah, any any other uh, general thoughts? One thing that I, like, kind of just realized, uh, yeah. when Ant-Man comes back in and he realizes everything that's happened, he kind of is the one to, like, I mean, obviously he's the one that brings them the idea of, like, we can go back, we can fix this, but he's also the one that hasn't, like, he hasn't let himself grieve at all, like, he has his daughter and he he's missing hope and he's missing Pim and um, hope's mom, but he is like determined to fix it. And he's the kind of the only one that like pulls them all up by their bootstraps and is like, no, we can do something about this. Right. Because he yeah. hasn't had those five years. He hasn't had the just five years wallow to wallow in his yeah. grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He yeah. Had I five it was really hours and he didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yep. And I mean, that's a life lesson right there yeah is fresh blood gives you determination yeah yeah honestly i mean uh the thing that immediately comes to my mind is the multi-generational import the importance of the multi-generational church um right like the idea of the younger people who have the zeal you know being the fire underneath the butts of the older people who (laughs) maybe don't have the zeal anymore right that's just a thing that that's how the multi-generational church works the young people fire up the old people and the old people give wisdom to the young people. So, um, speaking of themes and like, you know, moments like that though, I love the moment where, um, Captain America has, you know, been almost, you know, nearly defeated. He has literally nothing left except for half a shield and pure grit. And he stands there completely alone against Thanos. And he's like, I'm still going to fight. Like, even I'm I'm the last person on earth, I'm still going to fight. And then you have the you know, the awesome moment where uh, Wilson says, "On your left." Um, d- do you remember the significance of that, Connor? Uh, I I feel like that was from Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, it was from Winter Soldier. So the beginning of Winter Soldier, Captain America is like jogging around uh, a building in DC, um, and Sam is also jogging around the same building. But right. Captain America yeah. is running faster than him, and so <laughs> he keeps doing laps around him. And when Captain America uh, goes, he just says, "On your left." And and uh, by the by the end of it, um, Sam is like, "Don't you say it! Don't you say it! On your left!" And then he just right. keeps going right. Um, but that that's like an ongoing joke, right, between the, the two of them. And so at the last possible moment, right, Sam says, "On your left," and then he's there right. on on his left, ready to help yep. him save the day. Um, and it was such a perfect moment and I loved it. And, and I, like, I think all of us can agree. Like one of the coolest moments in the MCU is that moment where you just see all the portals start opening and everybody yeah. <laughs> spilling yeah. out into there. It's the ride yeah. of the Rohirrim all over again. Yeah. Uh, it's so good <clears throat> because it was perfectly foreshadowed. That's what I love about the, mm-hmm. the, 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 like save the day moments in this film. Um, it's all foreshadowed, right? Like every part of it, it has been led up to since the very beginning of the film. Even even Captain Marvel, right? Like appearing at the end, it's not that so much that she's a Deus Ex Machina because we, she's been, you know, we knew she was around, and so um, uh, though like if they had mentioned like um, 
maybe one or two more lines mentioning like, oh, Captain Marvel might be coming back at this time or whatever, right? Like to just let us know that she's still out there and like might show up later. Um, the issue is we just hear about her at the very beginning of the film and then we don't hear about her again until the very end of the film. Um, but she was still around, right? It wasn't that she she came out of nowhere. Um, it, now, it, it would have totally been Deus Ex Machina if we, we see the Captain Marvel like pager at the end of Infinity War and then Captain Marvel the movie doesn't exist and then in Endgame, at the very end of the movie where she appears that that time, that's the first time we ever see her, that would be a deus ex machina <laughs> because she would just, like, appear out of nowhere and no one even knows who she is or what she can do and then just destroys a bunch of things. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. It's still unnecessary, <laughs> but, like, for what it yeah. was, it was fine. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think I think we've mainly talked about the main points of good and bad. Yeah, and I I, I just think it's really cool that they were able to temporarily kill off all of these characters, yeah, yeah. so they could focus on the yes. characters they wanted yes, to yes, focus yes. on, mm-hmm. and they weren't afraid to do that. And we all enjoyed seeing these characters more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so even even like Rocket being the only person from Guardians of the Galaxy that was yeah. still alive. Well, technically Nebula is a, a, a well, member now. Yeah, but but yeah. I just thought that was really, really cool to see. You know, Rocket being the last one and seeing mm-hmm. seeing how he coped. Yeah. And you just, I don't know. It was just such an interesting thought experiment um, of what to do to your darlings. It was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Turn them into dust. Yep. yep. <laughs> really, it was yeah, it was great. So, predictions. What do you think the next big arc of the MCU is going to be like? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I have no clue. I mean, obviously, I hate, I hate predicting things because then if I'm wrong, I feel defeated, and if I'm <laughs> yeah. right, I feel like I just knew it, and there was no surprise. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's, there's no, uh, you feel like you've spoiled it for yourself by yeah. guessing. Yep. I agree. I honestly, I just feel like they're just going to do, uh, relatively the same thing that they did with the Avengers, except they're going to do it with these different heroes, but in different ways. I mean, yeah, that's right? a pretty I mean, good guess. <laughs> it's a very generic guess, but yes, it's probably a pretty they're, good guess. They're, they're going to try to assemble the same type of team thing for when they need to but uh you know instead of it being like oh we're all gonna team up against this one giant bad guy you know they're gonna have that they're gonna find a different way to play with those themes yeah yeah they're just gonna i mean they're gonna do what they've done exactly they're gonna do exactly what they've done since the beginning of the movies is change it just enough to make it super interesting subvert our expect expectations just enough to make it interesting yeah yeah mm-hmm. play on the same themes that we're familiar with and then introduce a, a twist of the strange to make it make it uh, compelling yep and not just dr strange <laughs> i was gonna say that yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah but yeah seeing the entire mcu um and also like just like seeing the arc of iron man um of Tony Stark yeah. as as the whole thing. I I feel like that's a person we didn't talk about like at all, um, Who? Who? except for Tony Stark. Um, I guess oh. we talked about it a little bit, but like seeing his arc from the big very beginning of you know because he's he's the first film, um, 
seeing him be like a cocky, spoiled, you know, dude yeah. into being literally so self-sacrificing that he's willing to kill, you know, to kill to die for the universe. Right. That is his whole arc. Um, and then it, it, I watched a whole video essay on this um, yeah, uh, last night. But like the the whole because there's so many people who've played with that character over the course of the entire MCU. There's mm-hmm. so many people who've had their hands on these characters. Yeah. Sp- you know, even specifically just Iron Man, right? Like it's so cool to see such cohesion come out of such a diverse cast yep. of directors and writers yep. and stuff. Um, that there can still be this like mega arc that everyone's aware of. And there's, you know, a producer behind it being like, all right, remember this is like the mega arc. Keep that in mind here, but having everybody be able to give their spin on these characters um, and really play with them in a way that's not jarring, but just a natural evolution of their character. Um, Cause it seems like every movie has set up another character arc for someone, right? It'd be like at the end of this movie, now they're in this position. Like, and then the next director is like, okay, well, I think that character would go this direction then because of that that starting state. I mean, it's cool to see all of those arcs kind of like come to a head in in, uh, in uh, Endgame, and specifically to see the the end of of Iron Man's legacy all the way through um, the MCU and see him finally do the thing that we all knew he was gonna do um, since the Avengers, right? Since since seeing him take a nuke into outer space and then survive it, right? We all knew the clock was ticking since then. <laughs> Right, that's that's the way that works. So, good stuff, good stuff. And then Captain America got to have his happy ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so happy about oh, that. I was so happy. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun, Carl's, because after the movie, we were talking about um, my whole MCU thought experiment uh, yeah. RPG thing that yeah. <laughs> that I came up with, and we were talking about this because like. Connor was like, yeah, that, that's totally the story that I would make up for Captain America. Like, that's how I would end yep. his story. I would totally have ended his story by wanting to go back in time and fix everything and then telling Caleb that, yeah, I just don't come back. And then just like playing out that scene and then just being like, and I gone. And then everybody counts down and I don't come <laughs> back. And just, and just, you know, just making that reveal and then just being like, yep. And I went to be with my girl, you know. And uh, even even the passing it on, you know, passing on the shields, kind of a thing, and and mm-hmm. you know, like that's totally exactly how I would have ended my character, a hundred percent. And also, I loved like I I again I did not like Bucky until Civil War. I hated Bucky's character until Civil War, and even then, I only kind of liked Bucky's character. But to see how Bucky and Captain America treated them, treated each other at the very end there Mm -hmm. of like, they, it it seemed pretty obvious to me that they had talked this through Mm. beforehand. And uh, then when he comes back, Bucky doesn't need to say anything. He just tells Sam, go ahead. Yeah. I just thought like, I just kept thinking that's exactly how Jared and I would have handled that situation. (laughs) And I just, I don't know. It was, it was just good. I liked that. But then also Carly, Jared is Iron Man. That's exactly how you would have ended this character too. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it, was, it was good. And then who is Carly in the in that movie specifically? In Endgame, yeah, um, she was... doesn't have. 
Do I not have one? Well, so you're Scarlet Witch, but you know she's only in yeah. the last part of the movie. Uh, um, so she does so, have a pretty epic moment though. She where does. She's like you she took does. everything from me, and Thanos like I don't know who you are, but you will. <laughs> yeah. I Scarlet Witch is my favorite character, so I really hope she's that they great. yeah. Oh, I remember who she is in that movie. She's Captain Marvel. That's sort of the person I didn't put oh, in. Oh, am I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so because I was trying to think of who would play Captain Marvel, and right. the only person I could come up with that I think made sense was you. Um, I was blonde. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I mean, so despite Brie Larson being a complete jerk face, um, I, I feel like... I feel like that, that Captain Marvel will be the kind of character that you'd make, like, right? Like you, you'd make like a a, a girl <laughs> I Superman. I mean, I kind of have in the past. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of like Endgame, right? Like the people who are the main parts of it is like Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Thor, War Machine, Nebula, Rocket, and Ant Man. Um, none of those people. Oh, Ant Man so would great. Play. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. In I've the, honestly mm-hmm. like people have people have like given Ant Man so much flack for like not being important, but he was so important in he this was. movie. I love Ant Man, and great. I've loved Ant Man since the first Ant Man movie. Yes. I came out of that movie being like, I think that's the best Marvel movie I've seen, and not many people say that, but he was very very good. Yeah, good. I um, still have not seen the original Ant Man. What? Yeah, Connor, you gotta see. You've seen uh, Ant Man the Wasp though. Yeah. Why? Because uh, Chase wanted me to watch it. How dare you, Chase? Just started with the first one. Um, Ant Man in Endgame is played by Emily Emily Valdez in in my MCU thought experiment. <laughs> That's great. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um. Josh is Hulk. David is Scarlet. Uh. uh Black Widow. Black Widow. I always get confused because Scarlett Johansson plays Black Widow and not yeah. Scarlett. Yeah, yeah, it's confusing. I can't, I can't yeah. keep that straight. That's that's too much thought for me. But yeah, but yeah, good stuff. Um, one thing that I was just talking with David and Connor about tonight is I did find a a website that has all of the screen caps from every superhero movie ever, like frame by frame. These screen screen caps from all of these movies, like every frame. Um, which means that have I ever told you about Darson Droids, the Star Wars RPG webcomic? Okay, so they oh. they they take this, so they take the Star Wars movies and they use screen caps from the Star Wars movies to tell uh, the the story of Star Wars as if it was a role playing game. Um, oh, that's so cool. And so it's it's completely different story, but but they use the images from the film right to tell yeah. this story. And so it was like a sci-fi game, as, as if Star Wars didn't exist in this universe. And so they take a lot of the things from Star Wars and like pretend this is a role-playing game campaign. Um, but I was thinking this this whole MCU thought experiment was me thinking like, what if I did that with <laughs> the whole MCU? My gosh. Um, I would probably never do it because that would be a monumental task. Yeah. But it's something I thought about a lot. So, yeah. I mean, you'd have to sit down for hours and come up with the the total yeah. plot. Yep. See, like, I, I think out. it would be really fun to come up with the plot, but like right. actually, actually <laughs> sitting down and screen and using the screen <laughs> yes. caps to that would be so much work. That would take you years. Yeah. Years of your life. Yep. 
Not so about yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So Avengers Endgame, guys, go see it. If you haven't mm-hmm. already, why did you listen to this episode? You're the worst. True. Uh, True. You're one of those people that reads the last page of a book. Yep. Yep. That's horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> Carly, does that hurt you? You don't do that, yes. right? That no, hurts you. Good. Sometimes I read the last word because it's just interesting to see what the last word of a book is because you never like think about it when you actually finish a book. That's true. But... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do that sometimes too. But I never like read the end of the book because no. why? Why would you do that? Right. Don't do that. I'll, I'll let I'll let this slide, Carly. <laughs> Only because I've done that before too. <laughs> and if yeah. I hadn't done it before, I would totally think I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> i love how most of this was just us like geeking out about marvel yeah. and not like actually like having any real criticisms um but that's fine because it's a great movie and you should see it so i, mean, I thought we yeah, did you, you, you had some good criticisms but most <laughs> yeah. like the 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 mass the mass majority the vast majority <laughs> of the review was just us praising yeah. it so right which is fine that's what we do with things that we enjoy it's true. It's true. Like, I don't think I would want to do an episode of The Christian Artist where we review a movie I didn't like. That sounds boring. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd just be frustrating. That'd be frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there we go. That is uh, The Christian Artist. Um, I was going to just say honoring Christ through creativity, but that's what I do at the beginning of the episode. You can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show um, at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show and at our website, Christian Artist Show dot com um we're gonna be back with Terranelius on thursday and anno domini on friday Yay. which is so exciting oh, i'm looking forward to it yep mm-hmm. um because of course the first thing that came to my mind not the first thing but one of the first things that came to my mind after i watched endgame was i really want to do because I was doing the whole MCU thought experiment thing. And I was like, oh, you know, my Eternalius crew are the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we have this huge <laughs> crossover event, right? But then I was like, but wait a second. I'm already doing that. We're doing it. Both of them are set <laughs> in the same world. And yeah, uh, now, yep. I'm, now I've already started planning the epic crossover oh gosh, event at yes. the very end of the campaigns. Yep, it's, it's going to happen. So um, many layovers. It's true. He's done that. So many overlays. <laughs> yes. True. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I knew. I knew. Um. <laughs> I, I've already, I've already... So, many, so many layovers. <laughs> like, like no, that's that's what's gonna happen when we go visit you in Washington. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be so many layovers. Uh, I mean, I have one every flight, but um, but I, I was already thinking of like how I would fit all of the people in in an overlay. But I also just thought like actually this is just gonna have to be in person. Probably <laughs> that would probably be the only way this would work. Um. But I mean, right, if this is like a. still wouldn't work. We wouldn't be able to get all those people. <laughs> be very difficult. We just get a giant table. It's fine. No, we would kill. And get everyone in the same room. Dates. No, I know, but this would be like years in the future, guys. We would plan it accordingly and just be what, like. When they all live near us. Yeah, Connor. I'm gonna get everybody to live in Wisconsin. <laughs> Didn't you know that? Uh, uh. This is my secret plan. We just gotta find Emily Valdez, um, a guy. In, in Wisconsin and she said she'd move here so oh my gosh that's true she did say she that she did say that yeah and I don't hold her to that <laughs> but yeah so that's it from us here on the Christian Artist where we talk about creativity and you know only sometimes nowadays but this was one of those episodes 
Yeah, um, we figured we'd get back to that. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, I've been thinking about Marvel pretty much constantly um, for the last two months. So uh, this was a good, good capstone for me personally to like lay that to rest because I really should be doing other things with my with my life now um, besides <laughs> obsessing about Marvel movies. So. <laughs> So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, guys. Any other last comments? No? No. All right. Avengers, unassemble. Disassemble? Disassemble. Whatever that word is. Bye. <laughs>